You're listening live to ABC News Radio. Our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, joins me in the studio. Good morning to you, Peter. Morning, Chris. Now, at the moment, anything to do with interest rates and the economy is, of course, of massive interest, given the risks of a recession by the end of the year, which some economists are warning of, and banks. Uh, And this morning, we're going to see the minutes from the Reserve Bank's uh, most recent meeting, which could, you're saying, provide some clues on when the next rate rise uh, might be. So what are you expecting to read and see in these mysterious minutes? Well, it's probably uh, fair enough for people listening to this to wonder why they're so important. But yes, the minutes from the RBA's board meeting a fortnight ago on June the 6th, um, they're released on strict embargo conditions and journos like me go into a special lockup down at RBA headquarters in Sydney's Martin Place. So you might be asking why the lockup? Well, these um, minutes have the potential to be market sensitive and they're not released until 11. 30 Eastern to ensure there's no risk of any leaks that could impact uh, financial markets, mainly the Australian dollar. For example, any uh, new bits of information in these minutes that might provide clues on more interest rate rises in the pipeline could see the dollar go up. On the other hand, the chance of a, a rates pause or maybe later on, a rates cut, um, could see the Australian dollar fall. So we're all signed up to confidentiality agreements to ensure that there's no insider trading. And it's probably fair to say that these sort of things can be particularly dry, but I sort of see it as my role to make them a bit more interesting. No, and, I'm fascinated. And, and, and to cut the jargon out. It, yeah. that people like um, me and professional economists uh, look for a bit of intrigue as you go through the minutes and even find any subtle changes or change language that might end up being significant and, and a story for us. So I want to go back, just take you back. So you go into a lockup. Describe the scene. It sounds like you're in a jail, and no, a windowless jail. Well, we, uh, we have to go through security at the Reserve Bank headquarters. Um, I think we go up to about floor 11 or 12. We're taken through a library. There's actually a library with hard copy books in there, which I always take a snap of because I love going through libraries and seeing those books. But we go into a room. It's normally about maybe 10 journalists there. It's supervised by Reserve Bank officials and they have uh, good things there like an urn of coffee and some uh, biscuits. Uh, We used to be getting uh, mint slices a little while ago, uh, but I think we might be down to the milk arrow roots. Uh, (laughs) Must be doing too many negative stories. But we get in there and we're given the minutes um, and and, uh, and we go through those and we read through those and look for those kind of stories. And and also bits of colour. Sometimes you do get little areas where you might be able to read into this potential uh, conflict. I mean, that's not a he said, she said, but for example, after the May meeting, there was uh, some discussion that was a bit of a borderline, a finely tuned decision as to whether or not to raise interest rates. And there was some discussion, uh, revealed some discussion about the merits of raising interest rates, but also the impact on uh, households and borrowers. And and also the other thing that doesn't really get uh, talked about much at the moment is that the impact of people with money in the bank, uh, a lot of retirees who do well out of uh, rate rises, though they 
not doing as well as they possibly could and there's a pressure on banks to make sure they get better rates on their deposits. Yeah, I was talking to something about that to Daniel Ziffer um, yesterday. I'm just wondering, Peter, how much information you actually do get. Are you getting a transcript? Are you getting pictures? Are you getting graphs? Or is this, it sounds sounds so mysterious, cloak and dagger almost. Yeah, it's uh, generally uh, words uh, on bits of paper and, uh, um, and, you know, it's not specific um, comments from board members, but it's a general um, a general view of the meeting. You know, minutes taken by Reserve Bank officials, and um, generally no direct quotes in there, but it's more of that colour and flavour. Unlike, for example, the US Federal Reserve, where they actually do um, have a reading of potentially dissenting votes on uh, on on whether or not rates need to go up there. We haven't actually got to that point there, but. You know, the Reserve Bank uh, does get uh, accused of not communicating enough, but it wasn't until about maybe 12 years ago that they started to release these minutes. Um, And that was actually an important, you know, lift up in communication. And it used to be only the only time you ever would get a communication about interest rates would be if they raised rates or cut rates. And now they provide a statement when nothing happens, when rates are left on hold, and often that provides more interesting information about what might be coming down the track. Well, what might be coming down the track? What are you going to? You're going to the lock-up soon. What What are you expecting to see? We're going to be seeing the reasoning for the uh, rate rise, the unexpected rate rise in June, in the uh, the June the sixth meeting, when the cash rate moved up to four point one percent, and just what the deliberations were in relation to that. But more importantly. Are we going to be seeing more? How many more will we see? And what are the fears or concerns about taking these rate rises so far that you might actually end up uh, triggering a recession? and and so that's really important at the moment and recession fears are the big talk. But it is looking as though there's around about a 90% chance of a rate rise in July. Fourth uh, of July, a, a big holiday celebration in the United States for Independence Day, but there won't be too much celebration here because it looks as though rates will be moving higher then. And of course, that's been pushed along by the May jobless rate falling to 3.6% and 76,000 new jobs going. So the economy is running hot, normally good news, but that's bad news for the Reserve Bank. Yeah. And just one final one, Peter, because I'm visualising you in this room on the 11th, 10th floor, going through the library, sitting down with pieces of paper in front of you. Um, You've been doing it for a long time. So I wonder if you've, you know, you mentioned changes there that you've seen. I wonder if you've seen changes in the people that are working alongside you, the, the young economists that are coming through the system. How have things changed in that regard? Well, yeah, look, there are changes. I mean, it's always a great opportunity, particularly having gone through the pandemic and not seeing as many people face-to-face in meeting uh, new reporters uh, from the from the newspapers, um, other broadcasters, even my own colleagues who I've been able to catch up when the Reserve Bank started to um, have these briefings in person again. And so that's, uh, you know, I think despite the changes that are going on in the media at the moment, the move towards uh, digitisation, the most encouraging thing is that we have so many good young reporters moving up, coming from different sectors, and the enthusiasm about reporting the big stories, which is what's kept me going for so long. Yeah, absolutely. And do you compare notes when you're looking at the minutes? Do you say, oh, what do you think this means? 
Uh, sometimes there's a little bit of discussion about that, but we generally remain very, very competitive and we <laughs> want to be able to press the button to get our stories out if we're writing a digital story right on the knocker at 11.30. So a lot of competition there, which is what makes us thrive in the media. Absolutely. That's a fascinating insight. Thanks very much, Peter. Thanks, Chris. Enjoy your time in the lockup. That is uh, Peter Ryan, our senior business correspondent, live for you on ABC News Radio.